to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to look at a documentary series and really focus on a historian named Henry Louis Gates Jr. And so the documentary series is called The African Americans, Many Rivers to Cross. It's a great series, six-part series from PBS. One of my favorites because it really does a great job of talking about people who we don't talk about often in our history, names that you would never have heard of. And he discusses that those people and the events that they contributed to in a new way. And so it's not, you know, he talks about your typical civil rights activists that of course everyone knows about like Dr. King, Malcolm X. But in this documentary series, he really does explore context. He explores how, how individuals who you haven't heard of have contributed to those events that we consider significant in our history. So I think it's a great documentary series. I love the questions that come up because of the series. One big one is how intentional are events in our history? And if you think about an event like Rosa Parks, you know, did she sit on the bus and just not want to get up because she was tired? Or was it planned? Was she an activist? I think you probably know what the answer is. But if you don't, listen to this podcast. I'm going to go into that question and and even a deeper question, really. Why do we tend to tell history in a way where it's like random events occurring and there's a randomness to actions, kind of avoiding the intent behind actions? So I think you'll enjoy this podcast if you like history, if you like to explore history in a kind of a different way that you you don't get from your typical textbook. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Classics Podcast. I hope you enjoy the historical focus. And uh, I appreciate all of the Overcast listeners, the new ones who have subscribed. Thanks for subscribing. And please share it with your friends and leave a five-star rating. Thanks for listening. I'll see you after the music. to the Classics Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to discuss the PBS series, one of my favorite PBS series. It's called The African Americans, Many Rivers to Cross, and this is a six-part series that explores both American and world history. So you get basically a survey course, like, well, I guess in college it would be equivalent to two survey courses because it's from 1500 to 2013. So basically the present day, and it's as if you're taking a survey course in African-American history. And the episode that I'm going to be reviewing is called Rise. I believe it's episode five in this six-part series. The entire series is excellent. You get, you learn tons of new things that you probably were, were never introduced to, and that's one of the reasons why I recommend it. And it's also a Henry Louis Gates Jr. documentary. I say that because... He's a name in history that I think everyone should know. And I'll start with this for a little bit of context into everything I'm going to go into. Um, I think many people today, at least, want a more inclusive history. You know, they want to either teach a more inclusive history or just learn about something that, you know, involves different groups. That's totally normal. And you see it a lot today in history courses. And there are many ways to do that. You know, you could you could get a good textbook. And I've had some great ones that tend to include 
various aspects, whether it's class, race, religion, various aspects of our diverse society. Um, so you can get a textbook that does that. Sometimes a TV show. I'm thinking like a show like The Wire, you know, can focus on what's going on in a specific community at a specific time and really teach you something that goes against the general narrative that we that we tend to to listen to. So that's another option, you know, maybe a book or a play. There's there's many options to fill that void. But Henry Louis Gates Jr., he's that he's a historian who is in my opinion one of the best sources if you're seeking out a different type of history, but a history that really fits in with our narrative at the same time, the narrative of the United States. So, you know, I've been aware of his work since college for, for a very long time, and I honestly think it's his ability to tell a story of black American history that includes people that you've never heard of, which we all kind of want to do, right? We want to hear different names, new names, because we know deep down that there are more people involved in our history than we give credit for, right? So he does that, but he also includes events that you've never heard of, and he's able to show that those people, those events, they fit into that larger American progressive kind of narrative, you know, the, of of not having any rights initially, all of us, everyone, to slowly gaining rights. And um, in his case, he shows how African-Americans really did shape the trajectory of the United States. So I'm focusing this podcast on the rise episode because it's civil rights focused and that's a big topic today. It's always a big topic, but there's definitely a spectrum on how much we focus on it. So so this episode can kind of help us shed light on the history of civil rights, which I think a lot of people would like to know. And that's why it's one of my favorite episodes. So the actual documentary starts off in the 1940s. So each one of his episodes is covering a time period. So it goes really well with a lot of classes. Um, it spans from 1940 to 1968. My AP US students actually would look at that time period, you know, and and get a question like, how have civil rights changed in the 20th century, in the mid 20th century? And this documentary would cover all of it. So whether it's the strategies, the tactics, the philosophies, even the meaning, you know, the meaning of what it means to gain civil rights changes over time. And this documentary, again, hits on all of those points. And also kind of looking at that time period, 1940s, that was a big turning point. In history, we call it periodization, which is just a turning point in history. And for civil rights, it was a huge turning point in African-American history because you have, well, in the 1900s, you have migration to the north and the West Coast, and then you have World War II, which was a huge event for many, many reasons. You could tackle World War II in so many different ways. In this podcast, what we'll do is tackle it in how it kind of affected civil rights. And then what it did was, if you just think about World War II, why it was fought, you know, the, the, the meaning, the purpose behind it, and you think about, you know, the racism of Hitler and the, the horror of the Holocaust, and then you think about sending white, black, Mexican, Japanese, all sorts of Americans overseas to fight against fascism, to fight against racism, but yet you still have segregation in America. You know, it doesn't, it didn't make sense. So it was kind of too much of a blatant contradiction for soldiers to do that. And African-American soldiers were, were aware of that. And the documentary shows that in, in many ways. So you had African-American leaders 
during World War II, you had newspapers, the general public really, that was engaged in this double V campaign. This is a big part of the beginning of the documentary. It was basically double V meaning victory over Hitler and victory at home for their own freedom. And I thought, you know, this was an idea that definitely didn't gain the tangible success that maybe, you know, later civil rights activists gained. But there was some success, by the way, in the double V movement. There were some labor relation successes. Um, so on the home front, there was something. But I think it was significant in the 1940s because it showed unity. It showed a, a certain level of assertiveness and also kind of a clear connection between the stated goals of American foreign policy and domestic policy. So if those stated goals contradict themselves, you know, the policy may have to change. And sometimes it takes time, but it does eventually, usually, especially if the contradiction is too blatant, like it was with World War II. So another part of this documentary that I liked was the focus on culture. I love culture. The podcast is about culture for the most part. And, you know, specifically in, in this in this episode, music and a very specific radio station, WDIA, which was called The Heart, I think it still is actually, called The Heart and Soul of Memphis. And in the program, you know, here's a quote from the program. It says, this was an accidental agent of social change. So this radio station, I mean, you know, the story is pretty simple. White Americans started to listen to black music and that cultural connection, you know, had consequences. I think these sorts of things, understanding, enjoying, really appreciating the culture of another group, I think that's the kind of, I would, I would compare it to soft power in foreign policy. You know, there are unintended consequences to it. It's a long process to gain civil rights. There's no doubt about that. But these, these cultural exports, they tend to have a huge impact on things. They tend to have a huge influence on change in general. You know, it's understated, but it's significant. So I really enjoyed the cultural history in the program. I think you would too, because, especially if you're listening to this podcast, but you know, the, the cultural change, I think it's just, as I said before, it's understated, but these are the slow things that happen on the ground. It's kind of like that social history but it's very significant to how things actually change in the real world. So, because, you know, we always focus on the politicians, the acts, the Supreme Court cases, but things are happening on the ground that typically are moving faster. You know, they're moving faster than the political change that actually occurs. Now, perhaps the most well-known part of this documentary focuses on Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks. Uh, I'm not going to focus too much on Martin Luther King. I'm going to focus more on Rosa Parks and a few of the significant elements to her story because it's a story we all know, you know. But but even here in this documentary, there are twists and turns that most Americans don't realize. Number one, and I think this is a big point: Rosa Parks was an activist. She was chosen to sit on the bus, so she was chosen. There were actual trial runs with other people. But Parks, she had the temperament that the civil rights organizations, I'm pretty sure the NAACP in this, in this, um, at this point in history, but she had the temperament, and so she was the ideal candidate for that moment in history. So the documentary goes into this. I found this part so interesting, 
And it's important because we often act as if the Rosa Parks event was this accident in history. And I remember a historian, I'm pretty sure it's a book. If you want to check this out, this subject out more in, in more detail, check out um, James Lowen's book, Lies My Teacher Told Me. He covers this topic a lot. So I have to give him credit for some of my analysis here. But I remember him saying that it's an interesting thing how we we tend to say, you know, oh, she was tired, Rosa Parks. You know, that's why she didn't get up. But the reality is there was more to it. You know, she was an activist. It was very intentional. So the question is, why do we say that? Is it a way to dismiss the hard work, the planning, the organizing that had to take place to get this right? You know, what is it? Why why make it into something random in our in our collective history? I think it's an interesting question to ask. It's one of the more interesting ones that come out of this story and this this move the movement in general, in my opinion. You know, when you try to sugarcoat something, sometimes I mean I'd say oftentimes there's a reason for it. Perhaps it's obvious, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's in our collective unconscious, like, you know, some some need we have to avoid making things too serious. Either way, it's the difference between saying something is random and saying something is intentional. So the question is, you know, do civil rights develop because of random events? Or is it because of hard work, effort, rigorous action, being vigilant, I think it's an important thing to reflect on. And maybe it's a combination of both. But personally, I think I would lean more towards people putting in the work to gain civil rights. Okay, so back to the earlier question that I brought up at the beginning of this podcast. You do get the evolution of civil rights in this. First off, you have the double V campaign. Then you have Martin Luther King's nonviolence. Then you have SNCC the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, which had college students using more confrontational nonviolence with the sit-ins. And they even talk about Malcolm X, not too much. I didn't think they gave Malcolm X enough credit, but that you could find Malcolm X in many other sources uh, and his focus on self-discipline, black pride, and eventually black nationalism growing out of that. So you get a lot of that change and continuity in in this documentary. Uh, one point about SNCC, though, which I think goes to the same Rosa Parks discussion that I was just talking about with it, with intent. In this documentary, you actually see the workshops, the actual videos of these training sessions for the sit-ins. So training young black and white activists in how to fight for civil rights in a nonviolent way. Because it wasn't easy to fight in a nonviolent way. You know, people hitting you, assaulting you, putting their cigarettes on you, all these crazy things. And there's a quote in the film that I thought was was important. And the quote is, it takes a lot of courage to be weak. In other words, how do you turn the other cheek when someone is physically assaulting you? It's kind of, you know, it takes a lot of courage to do that. And that's, it's a big question, um, you know, to think about how do you do that? But this documentary shows it, you know. By the way, and I'll finish with this, the strategy worked. It clearly worked, and it's, in my opinion, because of many things. But I want to mention one thing before I leave that doesn't get enough attention. This is one of those bigger forces in history that is mentioned in the documentary, but it was really influencing the 1960s from presidential elections to civil rights, and that's television. 
Television was that technological game changer that we often forget about. And those technological game changers, I think we're seeing this with social media today and whether it's political events, social events, technology changes things in huge ways. So when people actually had access now to television, they could see what was happening to the protesters. And that, as I said before, it totally changed how the American government had to approach what was going on in the South. So TV is sort of in the background of, of all of this. And it does make you wonder, like, how is technology in the background of events today? Because it is, but we often forget about the significance of, I guess, in today's world, it would be social media. So out of this documentary, there are many questions that are brought up that you get that you get to ask, that you get to reflect on. That's one of the reasons why I like Henry Louis Gates Jr. He really does focus on important ideas that are forgotten, that are just ignored, actually, in American history, specifically with with Henry Louis Gates, the, the focus on African-American history. And again, I know a lot of people want to know, like, how do you incorporate this, these stories into history? And I think this is how you do it. You know, you, you create great documentaries. Ken Burns has done it for years. You, you create documentaries that are accessible to the public. And if you can do that, people will watch it and will learn and understand that there's more to history than those those basic kind of stories were told at a young age. There's way more going on that are influencing events and influencing the progress in society that we've seen. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Classics Podcast. Thanks for subscribing if you're a new subscriber on Overcast. And uh, please share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.